Welcome to Top of the View, your source for all things Everton. I am Jerry. Hello there. There is David, and there is Max. There they are. They're the guys. All right? Guys, how are we today? I think we're doing all right. Mm, yeah, doing very well. Things are changing yeah. fast for the better. Yeah. The blues are on the up. Yeah. This is true. This is true. Um, I'm in good headspace. I feel nice about life, you know. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, big win in in Cyprus, where we mm. actually had we sold out our allocation, which just says speaks volumes about the supporters. That's just ridiculous. That's awesome. Uh, I love the videos that were on Twitter of the people in like the clubs, like dancing and everything yeah. in Cyprus. That was just that's great. That's what, what it's all about, isn't it? <laughs> well. Uh, I, if it's if that's what it's all about, I, I may have trouble going to game. There <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's pointing. Look at the old man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, so let's let's really quickly let's let's summarize what the what today's show is for the the podcasters out there. For you podcasters out there, this is what you have to look forward to. We are going to be re- reacting to our victory at Apollon. All right. The kids are apparently all right. Okay. Uh, next, we're going to talk about Sandro. Um, it's not a we need to talk about segment because we've already gone there. This is less of, a, of, a, of an intervention and more of a crisis meeting. All right. Some weird stuff's going on with Sandro. We just want to just want to talk about it. Just discuss it. All right. And then you can talk about it in the comments. All right. Next, we're going to do a remember me. All right. Somebody... One of my favorite blues. If I would, if I had money to buy a shirt back in the day, back in the day for me, <laughs> a few years ago, I would have bought this guy's shirt. So remember me, Stephen Naismith. All right. And lastly, there's a game this weekend we should probably preview. It's not a big deal. It's not. Don't make a big fuss. You know. But yeah, Darby preview incoming. Just saying. All right, now, on to our match reaction. Gentlemen, all right? None of us were there. You, you, you both watched it. What are, how are we feeling? What are the reactions? Who wants to start? Go on, then. Right. I, <laughs> I, I was particularly happy with the performance because it was, it was a very un-Everton-like performance like we've seen so far this season, really. Um, a few, like, players chopped and changed the positions when I first seen the, the starting eleven. obviously you know you had lads like Morgan Feeney, Harry Charlie in there so obviously they caught the eye wondering how they were going to do but one of the first things that caught my eye was how are we going to compensate Morales, Luchman and Vlasic in the same kind of formation because obviously they're all kind of similar players and obviously with the, the centre mid situation that we've got you know we we just tend to avoid clashing them together because it just cut breeds problems. But they worked really well together. They were in particular. I, I think Morales needs a particular mention because he played down the middle, and to be honest, that's one of the best games I've seen him have. It was almost as if he took on responsibility, and um, 
he obviously he had his typical cut in and try and bend one into the top corner every half an hour or so. But <laughs> he was he took on a lot of responsibility. He was setting lads up. He was you know he was he was central to a lot of the attacking moves that we were making. So I feel like hopefully that means he's turned the corner. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I was just—it's fantastic to see us winning again. Um, three games, three three clean sheets, and I, it was funny. Although the game was a dead rubber, there was just so much satisfaction. I don't know if it was the same for you, lads. It, just watching us play some really good football again and taking a bit of pride in it and excitement just going forward. We looked sharp. I thought Luckman played maybe his best. His best game in an Everton shirt. Um, at times, he was dancing through the opposition. And okay, I know they're not the best team you'll ever face, but equally, you, you know, at this level, to kind of make people look so mundane is pretty impressive. He deserved his goal. Probably could have got a hat trick tonight. Uh, he, he had to settle for a brace, but uh, I thought he played well. My my only thing on what you were saying, Max, was it with the Morellas thing? Is I think I'm just. I'm so far past it with Morellas. Like, I feel like we've done this dance so many times before where he shows us a glimmer of hope and then he just goes back to being fucking shite. And, well, not even shite. He's never been shite, just non-existent. So I can't get on board with that one at the moment. But I have to agree in terms of the performance tonight. I thought he played well. And the three, those three that you talked about there... Really, they complement each other well. We looked really sharp. I thought we looked fairly solid at the back. I don't think Bessage played particularly well, but that whole defence was makeshift, really. So, no criticism there. We kept a clean sheet. And, yeah, it was just enjoyable, wasn't it, eh, to get another win? Um, and, and to get three goals as well, away from home in Europe, set us up well for Sunday. It's weird when we get a win and I actually get a little angry. But follow me here. Imagine we we actually bring that kind of mentality to our previous Europa League mm. matches. I get I feel like it's it just it's such an opportunity lost, and yeah. I I don't want to lament and be you know Debbie Downer or, or anything you know. But honestly, uh, we look good. We look. I mean, Mola Lookman has a swagger. Did mm. he? I mean, every single time he got the ball in the first half, it's like he was thinking. Oh, there's no way they're gonna to touch me. Yeah, you know, it was like it, me- it was didn't. like it was like Messi-esque almost at times, wasn't it? The way he was dancing through them, they just literally they looked like you know they were in a different gear. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it was impressive. It was great, and I, I cannot believe he whipped out that shot, that yeah. second goal. I, goal. I thought he was gonna take another touch or two, um, mm-hmm. and I and I can't get over how young that dude looks. He just. He did an interview with him. I know he's older than he looks. I still yeah. think he looks 16. He's deceptively uh, <laughs> mature on the pitch. You know? I think it'll it's say, it'll save him well him. In, It'll save him well in later life. He'll be happy about that. He will. I, I, <laughs> I do agree, though, and I think it's something I wanted to avoid in our initial kind of conversation about the Sorry. game. But <laughs> I know, yeah. I well, blew here it. comes the fucking negativity. Here's Jerry. Um, <laughs> But the only thing that was frustrating is what you said there. It's like we it's like we knew there was no pressure on us and suddenly we started playing and it just goes back to the, the biggest topic of this week anyway, as is always the case, the mentality of the players. 
and this kind of persona that they have. Like, you know, you can see they can play, and they can play very well. They're, they're all good footballers, but when it comes to the mental side of it, they, they don't seem to have it, and that's what true winners have. And as you've seen today, they were cool as you like, play great football when <laughs> the pressure is off. You know, yeah. when, when the pressure's on, it's is it going to be the same thing? Exactly. I think that, that was something that I, I was going to mention as soon as uh, Jerry kind of flagged that up. You know, I, I just, I kind of think that performance came from the lads knowing that the pressure was off. Mm, yeah. In, I can't, I, and obviously, again, you can kind of bring that full circle with the mentality. But I feel like they've obviously, all of them have gone into that game thinking, you know, what what have we got to lose? You know, we've got nothing to lose here. You know, we just, we can go all guns blazing. We can yeah. we can we can stay calm while we're playing. No one really gonna get on our back. So yeah. and you know, I think that, that showed from the players that are having well, so we speak poor season, you know, like Snadlin, like Morales, who, you know, mm. did well. So I, I, I agree with David, like it, it it always does come back to the, the mentality and I suppose that's why Sam's brought in a psychologist. But yeah. you know fantastic it, decision by the way. I mean, Everton have needed that for years. Fantastic. Well, yeah. I, I was just going to say, I, I, while I was watching that performance unfold, I had it in my mind that one of the reasons why they're playing like this is because they know the pressure's off. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, speaking of kind of being able to, you know, foresee things, Max, what did you predict the score to be in this game? Can't remember. I don't need. Don't even know if I made the prediction. I think. Don't quote me. I think you said three zero. Did I? Oh, something going on here. Woo! Don't like this. Oh, I don't like this one bit. M squared, the Mystic Max. <laughs> All right. Oh, I, I can't, wait. I can't need... wait to hear this derby prediction here. You <laughs> want? <laughs> I'm not giving you one. He said. He said earlier in the week he's gonna give it a pass. <laughs> uh, we're not letting them off with that. Yeah, okay. yeah. Trying it in. I just. I just want a legit. Uh, obviously, no one will hold you to it. The fact that you've magically guessed two in a row is is amazing. You guessed the the Derby one though, and uh, that's officially a pattern. All right, that's a streak. So yeah, just say it. It's a <laughs> But uh, so really quick, I think we do need to let, let's think about uh, this is a pretty fascinating game. All right. There are players who haven't been playing and mm. there's kids. All right. So really quickly, quick description of what you thought these people, how these people did. OK. And whether or not whether or not they impressed you or they didn't help themselves or they hurt themselves. OK. So Robles. Never going to get in the team ahead yeah. of but showed we've got a, like an enabled deputy because he did pull out some really good saves. Yeah, yeah spot on. Yeah, I, I think he didn't hurt himself. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no. he is in you that know? position, isn't he? He's never going to be number one, sadly. Yeah. So, um, uh, Charles Charlesley, really, yeah, really good game. I thought um, out he, of position. Put, yeah, he's put a case forward though to make that left back position is like. His own in terms of coming in as reserve to Baines, I thought. It's nice to know that we have somebody that's there just in case. Mm. Like I, It didn't really seem like he was natural going forward and crossing with his left, but what impressed me the most about him, besides being poised and composed, 
You know, he seemed mm-hmm. very cool on the ball. Now, maybe he took a, an extra chance or two, kind of gave give away possession on the line like that maybe a bit too often. But I love the, I love the confidence to try that kind of stuff. And when yeah. he cut in, he cut in and actually, I mean, that, that shot, this yeah. close, guys. It was, going, it was going in. You know, it, it was. It was going in. You know, it, it's nice. Mm-hmm. It's nice to know you've got almost kind of a Baines-esque type of player who's mm-hmm. kind of, although as a left back, has got an eye for goal. And it's mm-hmm. always nice to have that on your locker. Yeah. Um, but Bonnie and Gimi, out of position as well. Yeah. I just, I didn't think he had his best game because he was no. out of position. Yeah, he but just he walked out I don't think he hurt himself. Yeah, I, yeah. I think so. I think the defensive shape of the whole team was really good for the entire game. That's something that I kind of noted. I know, I, yes, granted, we were only playing against Limis, Apollon Limassol, but the same time the defensive organization was really good so i think you know compliments to you for that whole back mm-hmm. line there mm-hmm. and, you know he's part of it um feeney oh sorry go ahead david no i was just gonna say there was one person i wasn't particularly impressed with in the defense so i can't agree with max yet but just as a side note i think yeah as a, as a defensive unit they were even if they weren't great uh on the personal level some players i thought as a defensive unit they were Blob on, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I thought Feeney did well. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. He helped himself. Yeah. I, I, I love Feeney, by the way. I see he was at the um, West Ham game in the Gladys Street in the season ticket seat. And I just thought, how fantastic is that? Like, a young lad. Because you find you might have Evertonians within the ranks, but when they start getting to a certain age, they start going maybe with the... It where the other players sit, or they don't go to games as much because they're playing. But he still sits in the season ticket seat in the Gladys Street, which I just think is fantastic. Um, so yeah, he played well as well. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you mentioned a little bit about Besich. All right. We're, we're gonna clash here, I think. No, we go on. I Give, I, please, I, please I, please I think forward. we may have differing opinions too. I'm curious. Go on. I'll let you two go first then. Go like, ahead, Max. I'm, I, I am a fan of Besic. I like his mentality on the pitch. He's always prone to making a mistake. I just, I would have, even though he did do the job relatively well tonight, I just, I wouldn't play him at centre-half. Like, I'd, I'd give him that room just in case he does slip up. Because, like, I I, I mentioned that as I was watching the game, there was some, some attacking moves that started with Besic coming out from the back and picking his head up. And trying to drive the ball forward, so, and that's something that I like coming from deep, not not necessarily from the defence, maybe from holding midfield, but I think he has got qualities that you know, I really do wish he stays stays clear of injury now. Hmm. I like his versatility. I don't think he's an awful centre back. Um, I wish he was taller to be able to play that position. Um, he does take too many chances in that to be reliable. I feel like he needs a lot more experience to be reliable in that position. He just that 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 really ill-advised slide where uh, I think they could have given a PK in that one. I said that for you, David. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> but but uh, I mean the guy went flying. I can't tell if he touched the guy or not. But uh, I think that gets called once out of every three times. I think. It's ill-advised, not really – he does that a lot. Um, so that's my biggest problem with him. In fact, mm-hmm. he's not big and he makes too many rash decisions. I think he, he's, a def, he's a defensive midfielder. You know what I mean? 
yeah. where, where you can mm-hmm. take more of those chances. Yeah. You know, but as a center half, I don't hate him. Don't hate him there. I just think he's behind all of our other center halves. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. yeah. David. Oh, oh, one other thing. His and, anticipation to cut inside, cut in front of um, defenders. You know, not a, not many of not enough of our center backs do that. Ball's bouncing. He slides in and oh, kind of yeah. nicks it in front of him. He did that a few times, which I mm. like. Yeah. I feel like you're going to add something to the uh, to the pot there, Max. Oh come on! I just want to hear what I just want to hear what everyone else says and try and just rip them to shreds. <laughs> um. I don't know. I feel like I, it, it. It sounds like I'm gonna slate him now. I, I'm not really, but we, he's been at the club now for about maybe three, three years, maybe even four. I'm not too sure. I'll say three. Um, I'd I'd love to know how many games he's actually played. I think he's, yeah. I think he's horrifically injury prone. Um, I feel like these players just never get past it. They just go on and on and on, being the same mold of always injured. I love his passion. Always have. I think he's. He's very passionate and, you know, he's, he's not scared to get in someone's face. But I just think as a football player, he is very, very limited. You know, I think he defensively always has a mistake in him, as we've already said. I think sometimes he, he doesn't read the game very, very well. I think he's better in midfield. But even in midfield, I think he, he does the same kind of stuff. Um, I think he's he can give away cheap fouls often and, yeah, he can give the ball away very easy and... I just don't think he's a he's even a top ten Premier League player. I think he, yeah, I think he's a squad player at best. And even even then, I don't particularly love the idea of him being in the squad. So I like him as a as a guy, and I think his passion second to none. But I, I, if if someone come in and paid ten mil, five mil, even for him in January, I probably let him go. Mm. Max totally <laughs> agrees. You can tell by the look on his yeah. face. Uh- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the look of agreement there. I just, I just, I just like, I just like him. I mean, but like, just I think from that moment, you know, when he made it. I mean, no, it wasn't his official debut, but when he came on against Porto, and he just kind of, you know, he got the ball at his feet, pulled off some mad little trick with it, and then pinged the ball like thirty-five yards. Mm. I just, I love a player who's got that in the locker. The way you're saying you don't want to see him involved in the squad, I want to see him get involved in the squad and I want to see him get the odd bit of playing time because I think the more he's exposed to playing, the more the kind of quality will shine through. Yeah. yeah. See, see, I think the best way I ever was trying to describe best is to someone I didn't know was I'd probably use your example there. But then on the flip side, I'd then use the one where he made his actual debut against Chelsea yeah. and he tried, he tried to back... Back heel in the middle in of the pitch. Think when he's done that, wow. he's definitely think he's definitely thinking of his first touches in the Porto game, and he's yeah. to make the same level of impression mm. here. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because as we know, what happened there, he gave it just in case anyone doesn't know, he gave it away times to do back heel, didn't he? And they scored straight off it, um, and that was in a few minutes of coming on. But I don't particularly want to hold them to that. As I said, just my personal opinion, I think he he isn't in our top say four midfielders. He isn't in our top four centre-backs. So, do we really want a player of that quality in the, still in the squad? Mm. I might be proven wrong. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, 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 usually when we have two... And I don't think you're being completely against him, by the way. Mm. You know, mm. I, I, I don't think so. I don't think you're saying, 
I, 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 there's nothing good about him. You know what I mean? No, yeah. I would be. I wouldn't be opposed to let's put him. Let's actually give him more playing time. U twenty threes. All right. Let's give him more playing time. Just get him playing. Period. Let's get him get him, pace of the game better. Training and you know and just getting back in the game when you have a major injury like that. Getting mm. back and getting getting your groove back. Uh, it's it's really difficult. All right. And so. I really, I, I think some time with the U23s, I, I say that about everybody, though, the people that aren't getting in the squad, I'm mm. like, let's put them down there. Yeah. You know, let's give them some time just to let them play. Yeah. Because, I mean, Clawson, <laughs> we'll get there. Anyway, all right. So, obviously, as usual, complete agreement. Hey, people, so we, we all agree. I want to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, let's move on to Schneiderlin. I feel like he played really well. Yeah, um, he did, yeah. I've been given, I think he's been given a clean sh- clean slate now. And um, mm. hopefully he can build from that performance. I mean, he was given the armband and he he played accordingly, I think. Um, mm. he re- his, the maturity really did shine through in that performance. And he held the team together, I think, in terms of shape, going forward and defending. So, yeah, I think hopefully that, that this, this leads to him rediscovering his form. Yeah. I thought, um, I, th- I wonder how much of a kind of psychological edge you're giving being me captain and maybe the management team kind of knew that and with everything that's gone on because he did seem to rise to the occasion a little bit and it just looked like the guy that we, we bought in January, didn't it, really? Um, it was good to see. I thought, yeah, he had a really good game. And there's a couple of times even seen him speaking to the younger lads on the pitch. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was good to see. And, I mean, we'd happily forgive him if he... If he, you know, pulls his finger out a little bit and gets stuck in and goes back to the way he was because he's a good player and on his day, so hopefully more to come. Yeah, not as much of this. Yeah, more of yeah. this. You yeah. know, uh, I don't know. Uh, there were times where I caught him. I caught him walking while he was being passed. You know what I mean? Like the mm-hmm. other team was going past him, and he could have turned and sprinted backward immediately, and he walked for about three steps, and then he started going after it. I don't like seeing that. But game might have been a little more in hand, and maybe yeah. he was thinking, "Hey, I might play on Sunday." Yeah. Um, maybe that's what he was thinking. Uh, you mentioned something though, talking to the younger guys. Lookman, after I don't know if it, it might have been after both goals, he goes immediately over, hugs him, and starts talking into his ear. Mm. All right, yeah. he's specifically building him up clearly, you know, and that's that's some captain leader material right there. That's great, you know. Unless he's saying, "Hey." You wouldn't do that against Liverpool, would you, you shit bastard? <laughs> Either that or is he saying, hey, do you, do you know if there's a McDonald's around here? Because I'm so starving. Uh, <laughs> Royale with cheese. <laughs> uh, yes, film references. Ta-da. All right. So, uh, Davy Clausen. Uh, I... I... Because the the right there were moments where you think, all right, a bit more of that would do. Like there was moments where he was finding men in space with some really good passes, and it, it, his vision, you know, it, it deserves a mention. But you, he, as you're watching him, you're just like, just please do that more. Try and get on the ball more and produce a bit more. Because like sometimes, honest to God, like sometimes he'll just be like a passenger to the game, and you're just like, because like when I've seen him at Ajax. He really does seem like that a player that can change a game. So 
when obviously with him coming over, I'm kind of expecting that a bit of him. Maybe it might be a bit harsh. You know, he might need a, a bit more time to settle in because usually some players who come from the likes of Holland and that do. But I just, I really wish he would have took the game a bit more by this group of the neck. Yeah, I, I think he's he's had some trouble doing that. And I'm not really sure that it's his style. Um, he just plays so much one and two touch. And it's pretty. You know what I mean? Like it's it keeps the game ticking over. He really does. His one and two touch play, his vision is good. Yeah. He just but he held the ball he held the ball a little longer today, which I was actually impressed with. I thought he there there was improvement in his game today. And I think a lot of people would agree with that. I it's not it, it, it was one of his strongest performances. I would say, but you're right, Max. I saw, I still saw some moments where I was like, uh, he would be kind of hemmed in to the to the sideline, and he would give the ball away, go win it back, give the ball away, go win it. It happened like three times in a row, one time mm-hmm. on that far sideline. So I don't know. I think I think he helped himself though. I think he did better. Yeah, Dave. Yeah, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think he'd be. He's probably fantastic in a very possession based side because. He does love the one, like one twos, picking it up and just playing five yard pass. But yeah, it's it's frustrating because I, even today before the game, I was going on and on about him again to to a mate of mine, another blue, and I was just like, he could be something fantastic, and you don't kind of become Ajax captain. All right, they're, they're not the team that they have been, but those Ajax fans know good football. They they they're built on it, and. For the the kind of heroes welcome he's had since he's went back there, being captain, being their favourite, he's doing something right. <coughs> but we just haven't seen that. Even tonight, I think he played, he put in a better performance, definitely. But he's still like, yeah. yeah he, but he's still missing, isn't he? He's not like he's not really affecting the game as such, and he seems to be a lot deeper than what you'd probably like him to be. And he, as you said, he doesn't grab the green by the scruff of the neck and kind of make things happen. It's all very the easy option every time. And it's really frustrating because I, I really want him to do well. And if we could get him going, I think he'd be one of our best players. But it, at the same time, he's got to look in the mirror a little bit and think, well, right, it's not going my way. I'm going to make it go my way instead of, you know, just kind of doing enough to come away and say I did all right that, that game. I don't know, maybe we're being harsh on him. As, as we said, he did have a better game, but... It's hard when expectations are high of someone, you know? Yep. Yeah, uh, he's a guy that, I don't know, uh, I think it's. I think a part of it is a physicality thing. Mm. Um, you see him and you don't see a lot of burst from mm. him, you yeah. know, that you see from Vlasic. Where Vlasic, he looks sturdy. Clausen, yeah. if you look at him, his legs kind of looks a little spindly, you know, yeah. he looks, he looks like a, and, and he doesn't, he's not built. And I think he's a guy that premier league training and the gym and hitting the weights is going to, is going to do wonders for, and he's not, we're not talking about 34 year old guys. We're talking about a fairly young guy, you know? And so there's time mm-hmm. for him to work on that kind of stuff and to maybe work on his, uh, his burst, his explosion, you know? Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's what I feel like's missing the most from him, and that's why I think he lags back so much is because he's worried about getting beaten on on defense and not mm. being able to recover. Mm. You know, yeah, too much self doubt in his game at the moment. Totally agree. Um, all right, who else we got? Um, Vlasic. Vlasic. Just, just while we're on the subject, looked great. 
Looked yeah. great. Defensively, a little shaky. Lost his man a time or two, but awesome. I think, honestly, I think up there with Pickford is probably our signing. I, I'm Rooney, by the way. I'm going to give Rooney some credit. He's, he, him and Rooney um, and Pickford have been our best signings by far from that summer because he, um, he's he been fantastic. And he, I think Unsworth may, maybe made a mistake in not playing him. You know, he, he could influence games a little bit more for them, but yeah, one another good performance made up. He got another goal as well. Yeah, I think when when you watch him play, he just seems like such an intelligent player. Mm, yeah, intelligent. Yeah, his intelligence is is yeah. fantastic. And like when he gets the ball, it's like okay, he's I'm getting closed down here, and he picks his head up, and you know he'll assess what he. And nine times out of ten, he can beat who's ever trying to close him down. Anyway, a big uh, something that I noticed as well towards like the latter stages of the game. Vlasic probably had an opportunity. It was before he scored. He had an opportunity to get to get one, and he to find Luckman to try and get help him get his hat trick. You know, and I think that just kind of goes to show the kind of guy that he is. You know, he, he it, it's it's all it's always nice to see that as a fan. You know, with that type of mentality coming from your yeah. players. Even that, sorry, I was going to say, even that assist for the first goal, just on with you saying and picking out of the players. Like that, that's so underrated because it looked like they'd fell asleep and he had a bit of time. But if you actually look at the technique that he puts to loop that ball over, yeah. he, he didn't panic and just whiz it in and hope for the best. He, he almost had a look and could see Luckman coming in back post. Yeah. So hung it over and it was, it was a, it, that was a great assist and got, got us on, on our way. It's funny, like uh, first half he seemed like he was definitely playing more on the wing. Second half it seemed like he was cutting in a lot more. Yeah, you know, it seemed, it reminded me a lot of the way Sigurdsson has been doing. Yeah, when he's playing, he plays more on the wing first half, and then he starts cutting in and playing more centralized as the second half progresses. Mm. Um, makes me wonder if that was done on purpose. I don't know. Yeah. you know, yeah, I think you're right, dude. <coughs> the three, the three kind of interchange a lot. With, yeah. You know, I, it 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 speaks volumes when when an attacking like a front line can do that. I think if you think when when players can intersect and change positions and it still work, mm-hmm. I, I think it just shows that you know we're onto something good here. Yeah. You hate you hate to give them credit, Liverpool, but that's what they're for, 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 and that's that's why they've been so lethal in front of goal. Yeah, uh, Morales. I think we'd agree that. He played all right. Yeah, but, we spoke, you know. spoke host before, then we was, he played yeah. well, yeah. All right, so um, uh, Hornby? I, I thought he was solid. He, he, he was good, but he, there's, he had his moments where you think, you know, when he's one-on-one with the keeper and you think, you know, no matter how old you are or, you know, what situation mm-hmm. you're in, you know, if, you, if you're a centre-forward, you should be putting them away. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, Promising, but at the same time, you know, you want to see that type of lethal attitude. Yeah, I agree with that. It not quite clinical enough. I thought his hold up play was all right. He mm. won. He won some headers. He's a big guy. Didn't think he was going to be that big. Um, he, he had one really good chance yeah. on goal. The fact that he got there, I think there's definite potential, but mm. not quite ready. Not quite ready for prime time. You know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he led the line well, which is what I, what I was alluding to, really, that I thought he'd done really well tonight because he was a lone striker, wasn't he? But, um, yeah, it should have been a little bit more clinical on his chance. Yeah. Um, so, uh, that, is that our starting 11? Yeah, well, we, we, 
There, there was Luckman, but we're, we've spoke about him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you don't know Luckman was a badass today, yeah. then, then there's yeah, a problem. You should, shouldn't All be right? watching football. Different level. Um, Broadhead looked solid. That little yeah. run on the line was yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was um, a crazy goal. Uh, Denny came in. Really, we didn't really get to see much of a look for him. And the 16-year-old. Gordon. Yeah. yeah. Did, did anybody see his date of birth? Was it no. no, it was 2001. Oh, yeah, he's 16, uh, yeah. Uh, I nearly died when I seen that. I, I was like, oh. <laughs> I, yeah. As I said, like I know I'm not old, old, but I feel old now when some of these younger lads are coming in. Yeah, yeah I'm just going to say, shut up. Hello, yeah. I was, luckily, we've got <laughs> Jerry, so it's all right. I'll never catch up to him. <laughs> I saw I saw somebody who was born in ninety five or something and I was just like Oh wow, I was a junior in high school. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um that's that's everybody. All right, that's everybody. Uh pretty pretty solid performance from the squad today. Uh, uh dominant score line. There were stretches where I don't know that our team was as dominant, but we defended well during those stretches. Um so yeah. Uh, I think we're happy. Yeah, yeah very any, happy. Any final thoughts, guys? No. Yeah, let's just stay. Uh, I think, but we, I think we did need that. You know, they had a big result couple last night, didn't they? And um, mm-hmm. it was nice for us to go away in Europe and get and pick up uh, the win and get some goals as well. Set us up well for Sunday. Oh yeah, I agree with them. I have no other thoughts other than it was great. It's nice to nice to get a win, and I was disappointed that the game was not on U.S. television. So there's that. You know, all the network executives are watching right now, so that's yeah. my message to them. So yeah. anyway, <laughs> so guys, um, strange situation is starting to develop around our new acquisition, our new purchase. Sandro, all right? Um, I've heard rumors for the past couple of weeks that a possible transfer was on the cards to La Liga, you know, back to La Liga for him. Um, and the, the whispers are, are getting stronger. There was a front page story in a, in a Spanish newspaper about, uh, about Sandro going to Valencia. Um, and, and apparently it was a three-page spread. Kind of a big thing. Um, then... Uh, additionally, I think everyone was predicting Sandro to travel to get some time to get to get a little uh, playing time with uh, you know in the Europa League game. He didn't travel, all right. Um, and then Big Sam, he stated that McCarthy, on the record, I believe he stated that McCarthy is injured and would not travel, and, he, and that he picked up an, another knock or something. But the rumor, now this is where rumors and hearsay begin. So do not take this as gospel. All right? It is that Big Sam said off the record that Sandro had gotten a knock. All right? But another rumor on Twitter is that Sandro's not actually hurt. Okay? And that maybe there was some sort of disagreement, uh, whether or not he wanted to go uh, to Cyprus to play that game. Um, There's just, 
So, if this is true, and he is healthy to play, and he was basically a healthy scratch and didn't travel, um, and it's not because he's wanted for Sunday's game. It's disappointing, isn't it? Because you can't you you seeing that Euros that he had, and you can't you seeing glimmers of a really clinical player, and you as yeah. you as, when when the when the transfer was announced, you had a lot of people saying, if it's a success, then it's fine, but if he fails, it's fine as well because there's only like five million. But going going off his performances for Malaga last season and from that Euros, you know. He really should be trying to implement himself and trying to become like a main player in this squad. So his case really is a strange one. Mm. Uh, there might be a stylistic clash with Sam. Who knows? But you know, it, I think Sunday might be telling to his to, to his future whether or not he's involved in the squad. I hope so. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's only. Rumours at this stage, so I don't want to go right. too hard on him. But playing devil's advocate, just say he did kind of refuse to go. Don't know, maybe if he thought it was above it, or maybe he's got a, a move on the horizon. Then so be it. Let, I mean, let the, let the lad move on. Obviously, we've spoke before about we want him to do well. We know there's a good player in there. But at the end of the day, when he's come in, he hasn't been good enough, and. It's probably one of them where he hasn't played well in a bad team and he's lost his confidence, but only one person can turn that round. And once again, I, I'm talking about it again, but this we're talking about the, the elite 0.0% of the like football players in the world. Now, those great players have it up here mentally to kind of get through these sticky patches because every player goes through. And if he hasn't got it, then he's not going to go far in the game. You know, he's... He's, he's, at the, he's at Everton Football Club in the Premier League here. He, he should be playing any game he gets told to play because this is his biggest platform. And, if, you know, if, he's, if, if something's gone on there off the record and it doesn't work out, then let's just cash in and then go back to Spain. Yeah, I'm, I've been really disappointed with, with his entire situation. Mm. All right, because... If you base your opinions and excitement on signings on YouTube videos, mm. then he was the player I was most excited yeah. to come and wear blue. All right? You see you see these insane goals that he scores, and they look good. He looks like a scrapper. He looks like he works hard. He looks like he runs the channels. And, and, and to be fair, Sam had Defoe running the channels at Sunderland, I thought maybe there's a way to, for, you know, for Sam to figure out a system where Sandro could thrive. Yeah. You know? Um, uh, there's, there's, again, <coughs> he's, a, he's a guy where I'm just, I had a lot of belief in him. And I, st- I still do. I think he's a quality player. Um, I, I, Max, you may have hit it, hit it on the head with a stylistic clash of some sort. Maybe, I mean, he's from the Barcelona system, uh, so uh, maybe he's being told... What was that? I was going to say, so I, I didn't want to interrupt, that just while you're still on that point, though, he has technically played under three managers, though, so mm-hmm. although they'll, they may be close to each other stylistically, at the end of the day, they're going to have their own kind of, um, you know, ways to play football. But go on, sorry, anyway. No, no, and it's yeah. and he was already frustrated 
and let's and let's also be- think about this possibility. Uh, he's from Spain. All right. Um, he comes to a team where I think there's. We only really have one other Spanish player that is on our team, right? In Robles, that is actually from Spain. Mm. Um, so he's probably got a little. And, he, and the the rumor was that he really liked playing in Spain, as far as being there, as far as the that was where he felt at home, you know. And there could be an element of homesickness. There could be an element of not really liking the. Uh, I don't know. Not have maybe it's a cultural thing. Yeah, you know. It, it, for me, it, it it screams a bit. It screams of the a bit like the Jesus the Jesus Navas situation when he signed mm. over at Man City. It's the homesickness and all kind of things like that. But I think your your point was really good, Jerry. When you've mentioned kind of default in that mm. at Sunderland, you know, Sam did kind of find the use for default. And kind of made him a focal point of that side. But where I'm seeing a big difference coming, and I'm, I, there's one thing I'll say: Sandro's hold of play has been considerably poor. Like it's, it's so true. No, <laughs> um, like it, it's not kind of, it's not kind of like where you can give him an if and a but. It, it's been really poor. Uh, I think that's where the it kind of differs with the fall. So well, that's, true. that's not a confidence thing either, really. You should just, even when it's not going well, you need to be doing the basics, don't you? Yeah. You can understand if they balloon one over the bar because they haven't scored in like eight games, but when you're just asking them to hold up the ball while you get some attackers around you and you can't even do that. Yeah. See, I think a big part of that too is him adjusting to our game, though. And if he doesn't give himself enough time to be able to do that, I mean, he's got, I, I realize he probably has difficulty seeing Big Dunk as a mentor just because of the difference in in this style of play and who they are. But he's pretty good at teaching hold-up play, you know? And you know someone else who really values hold-up play in his forwards? Big Sam. He can te- he could probably get a decent player out of Sandro as far as developing that part of his game. I, 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 to watch the defenders just literally come through him yeah. to get the ball every time. And he's not doing, like you said, David, he's not doing the work to keep them off. You know, I feel like that, that takes practice to know you need to do that work. Mm. Yeah. You know, the adjustment to, to instinctively brace yourself, you know, anticipate the contact. Mm. Uh, and he's not, he's not there yet. Um, and I wish he'd give himself more time to do that. I, I wish Everton would. Yeah. And I don't know which one is which. You know, I, I have a feeling that it's Sandro wanting to leave and it's not Everton holding him back. Mm. But it's not fair for me to say that with any absolute. It's not because it might not be true. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so it's if it is true, it's a shame. We got a lot of I think all of us see a player there. Um, we got a lot of faith. Uh, hope he doesn't leave. Hope yeah. this is all I hope this is all shit rumors. And that he 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 gets to play on Sunday and <laughs> nails one from outside the box. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, wouldn't that be but. great? Yeah, I think if he's got any, just I know we're finishing up. If he's got any sense to think he needs to at least give it a season, you know, you've got and because you have got to you have got to adjust, haven't you? So give yourself a season, wait for your chances to come, take them when they do come, yeah. and then you can have no complaints, no matter which way it goes at the end. Very true. All right. 
Have we sufficiently given Sandra enough attention, for better or worse? Mm-hmm. All right. Sandra, we know you're watching. We like you. Please stay. Give us the rest of the year. Lunch. I don't think you'll, you or we will regret it. All right? Also, I'll see you at lunch tomorrow. Okay, so... Don't, don't be late. Th- yes, that's right. Sick of you being late for our lunches. So we decided it was time to do another respectful look back into the past, into a player that, frankly, if we had more players who had this guy's attitude, I think uh, this season probably wouldn't have gotten off to the start that it did. All right? Um, So, yeah, I'm talking about the player affectionately known in certain parts of America as the Scottish Messi. Stephen Naismith, all right? Woo. Yeah. So Stephen Naismith was was with uh, with was with Everton from 2012 to 2016. Uh, scored 18 goals, 103 appearances. Uh, what? I'm I'm genuinely just laughing, mate. I'm enjoying it. Just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people, now I gotta do all people, of. No, people appreciate that we're having a good time. Clearly, he scored goals for us. He played a variety of positions for us. Uh, but let's let's get into some some Naismith stories. All right, Max, you started off. You were talking earlier about one story in particular. So, why do you take he, the baton? He just kind of. I mean, obviously, I know he's not an Evertonian, but he just kind of he lived the Evertonian's dream. Really, um, scored with his first touch for the club. At, at Tony Hibbert's testimonial against AK Athens, um, and he went on to score a hat trick in that game as well. Um, he was just an absolute warrior of a player. Um, he was super. I think if if ever the, the term super sub is applicable, applicable, then it's for Stephen Naismith. I mean, especially in the first few years at the club, like whenever he kind of came off the bench, he changed games. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, that is very much the case with Stephen Naismith. Um, again, and his first professional goal was in the derby, you know, bringing it to two all. You know, you kind of you look at the stuff that he's done and you just think, I wish I'd done that. You know, the, the kind of situations that you've lived in your head and you just kind of think, right, yeah, coming on from your first game for Everton, there you go, first touch in the back of the net and then your first professional appearance against Liverpool. Just scored a goal there, bringing on level terms, you know. He, and again, I've got because I I went to Moyes' last game at Chelsea, and he was the he was the final scorer of the the Moyes era. Even though we got beat two one, you know, he 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 was just he he got some very notable. He's done very notable things in a blue shirt. Well, for Everton in particular, and Rangers as well, but particularly for Everton, he has done quite you know. High-profile things. Uh, I'm just going to throw this in there. In the beginning, when I first started watching Everton, I, I I wasn't a believer. All right, and here's why: every time I saw him playing, he was on the wing. Mm. He was playing playing right wing, and I, I got to be honest. I, after I saw Martinez shift him into the middle, kind of at a you know up you know ten type of position. Um, 
Yeah, I think that was where he's most natural, you yeah. know. And so when I saw when I saw him, the combination play that he brought, the intensity that, that he brought, the intelligence that he brought, um, just a way to play the game. And then I heard about him off the field, you know, the you know the the way he would give his tickets away. Yeah. You know, yeah, uh, just seemed like a class yeah. guy. With that, with the homeless charities and things like that, yeah. yeah. And I, I've met him on several occasions, and you know, you, you can't really speak high, highly, highly on. You know, he is. He's a great guy. I can see the disappointment in your eyes. I hate you people. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember when me and Jags, you know, we uh, we went out for coffee one time, and he made fun of me because I got a latte. Oh, me and Jags go way back. <laughs> You guys, you guys. That's awesome, though. That's really cool. I'm just jealous as hell is really what this is. Um, David. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was funny. It was funny when he come in because he'd, um, he, he kind of followed the same pathway that Yelovich had. Yeah. And, you know, they were obviously the, the, the front two at Rangers and then Rangers kind of gone into all the trouble that they did. And then we ended up getting probably the two best strikers. Um, and yeah, it, you know, he scored a hat trick, and everyone thought, "Wow!" On that, I mean, Hibbert took all the limelight, of course, that that because he scored his one and only goal for that AEK Athens game. But I think if if you remember though, obviously he got got that hat trick in the AEK Athens game that you were speaking about, Max. But then he kind of really struggled for those first couple of months, and. No one was really getting on board with him, and then he he come up trumps with that massive goal against Liverpool to make it two all. Um, but then, yeah, it, it was a very hit and miss first season. A lot of substitute appearances, as you said, and then um, he just one thing that he was always considered a hard worker, wasn't he? And he, I think he really got Everton and his family seems again Everton, and he, he really bought into the city. We talked about the stuff with the charities and stuff. Um, but he was a, he did seem to be a bit of a marmite marmite player and yeah. initially for the first few years because people were torn about the fact that he was he was a genuinely nice guy. He worked his ass off on the pitch. Um but at times maybe people questioned his his ability. Yeah. Uh, which was I, a bit of a shame. I just think I think it's worth mentioning. Um as you, as you kind of said there, he was very much a Marmite player. And I think that just because he was kind of the epitome of what a Moyes player was. Yeah. Um, you know, he was a real hard worker. He, he was technically gifted, don't get me wrong. He's a very intelligent, you know, yeah, he is. centre forward or just behind the forward. You know, some of the stuff he did, you know, really technically good. But as you say, that around that time around like towards Moises era we were kind of as you said we brought Morales in and we kind of saw the kind of like the flashes of skill that Morales had and you're kind of thinking you know maybe we can kind of break the, break the glass ceiling and kind of you know kind of buy a few more players with that type of technical ability yeah. but I think play, people, people don't realise that you need characters and players like Naismith in your squad yeah you know uh, I know that Another memorable game I've got, sorry, there is just that the Chelsea game, not the one that he scored the hat trick in, the the one niller, um, when he scored just before half time. Yeah, Jalovic looped the cross in and he met it with his head. You know, is that it, is that the same game where Gareth Barry uh, kind of blocked one on the line? Oh, yeah, blocked yeah, 
o'clock on it. So that was just like a really memorable day for me. I remember, I remember the date and everything. Thirteenth of September. Yeah. Well, it it it, it, it started our season that game, didn't it? Really. Game. Yeah. Um. And yeah, he got the goal, and and he hadn't. That's why he did have a knack of scoring yeah. big goals in big mm-hmm. games. He did seem to do it a lot, and then. I'm sure someone else can't wait to tell the story, so I'll leave it to them. But that the hat trick was the perfect hat trick they got against Chelsea off the bench, and yeah. that was that was unbelievable. Uh, and it, I think it was a it was a testament to him that people were genuinely gutted to see him leave mm-hmm. when he did. Uh, yeah. Nobody wanted to see him to go. To be honest, I think the money was good f- for maybe the age that he was and where yeah. we were at the time. Not not at, not as not as, sorry it showed interest you know the previous window um mm. you know they kind of never really let go of that interest and obviously yeah. with the money that we did get for him um and he wasn't playing that much either was he so yeah it is understandable but mm. you know I think kind of again you just you kind of just got these examples where you think you know that is just kind of the epitome of a of a good player like I remember one of the most memorable games I've ever been to when we beat Arsenal um. And the, the game had literally only just kicked off. Mikel Arteta gets on the ball and Stephen Naismith goes straight through him. Yeah. And it just came Goodison into an absolute bear pit. You know, mm. that's just the type of player he is. He just, he, he's he's like a fan and, you know, <coughs> you just, you're with him. Yeah. it's it, it, I've got a, uh, a friend of ours who's based in our office who's a Norwich City fan. So I'm constantly ask, asking how he's getting on down there. Um I don't, I don't know how he's done this year, this year, but I know he's he's done well while whilst he's been there. But um, yeah, he was just another one, wasn't he? Every all three of us are speaking really fondly of him. So yeah. I think he I think he started in a difficult patch and he won everyone over purely on his hard work yeah. and dedication to the not just the club but the city as well. You know, he often he often compared Merseyside to Glasgow, didn't he? Um, and uh, it, that's why he kind of seems to put so much back into the city. Yeah. Something I noticed that I looked up um, because I, I knew I knew I remembered something about this. Uh, I think that speaks a little bit about his character. Um, in 2008, he had a cruciate ligament rupture. All right. And then again, in 2011, he had another one. All right. And uh, that was the I think he came back in the in 2012. Okay, which is right when he was joining. That was right when he came to Everton. You know, so that first season I saw him, he was he's always my example that I give when I point to people and I say your first season back from a major injury. You're still adjusting. You're still getting used to it. And that's and because I always point to his success. For this, for for the next year that I saw him play, but he was under Martinez. He's playing a different position, all right. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about a player that is not the fastest. He's not the quickest. He's not the most skilled, all right. He's made a career out of heart, being crafty and intelligent, and 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 clinical. Yeah, culture. You know, culture. Yeah, and it's uh, we uh, we don't have anybody really like him right now. You know, we don't. Um, you can think about certain aspects of him are with certain players, but there's nobody that encapsulates, encapsulates all of those things. 
Um, and I remember when when Martinez was quoted uh, when Norwich was you know sniffing around, uh, he said, "Well, I think we're going to let him go because he's asked to go, and I respect him." Now that could have been Martinez blowing smoke, you know, as he tend, tended to do, but. It That's a scandalous like, allegation. Uh, That's an outrageous is it, allegation. Is that, su- is that super libelous? Is, <laughs> is, is that not common knowledge? No. <laughs> you'll have you'll have Mr. Martinez's lawyers on your case tomorrow morning, mate. S- slander, because it's spoken, not written, so it's not libel. Uh, but, <laughs> but, yeah. but 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 you've had these issues before. <laughs> <laughs> I know all the terms. Yeah. <laughs> I talk so much shit. <laughs> no, no, but it, it it really did seem like he had a a serious affinity for Naismith. Like he really respected him as a person. Yeah, you mm. know, and as though he was saying, he said, "I don't want to lose him. I don't want him to go." He said, "I'd rather keep him here, but I can't guarantee him the playing time that he would get somewhere else." That that yeah. sucks when you're thinking that's a player who's who's a talisman almost in the locker room. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to lose that shit. No. You know that's a bummer. I'm getting pissed off thinking about it. Yeah, <laughs> but so the mor- the moral of the story is we we liked them, we didn't want them to go, but we understand why he did. Definitely, you know i I wasn't <clears throat> you know, and I said I was pissed off. I wasn't really angry at him. Just angry no. at the situation to lose a quality character yeah. like him, someone who's. You know, who, who you watch them play and you hear things about him. You're like, you know what? If I ran into him on the street, he'd probably be cool. Well, there's one be nice. it, that caused controversy last season. Um, people split down the fence on this. And to be honest with you, I don't even want to open the can of worms about it. But it's very rare that a player will get Goodison applauding. Uh, sorry, standing up to applaud his goal when he plays for the opposition. And that's what happened last year. Played Norwich in the cup and he scored, and he got a round of applause from the Everton fans, um, which says a lot maybe about the guy. Yeah. More than anything else. Um, yeah. Not, considering I, we went out, we went on to get knocked out of that by Norwich at home. I don't think it went down too well at the end of the game, but it's still a testament to him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was one of those moments where I was like, "Oh, this is going to be a great moment if we make sure we win this one." Yeah, if we went four one, that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was still it was still a a good human moment, but if you yeah. were a supporter, when you think we should not get knocked out, yeah, that complicates things. It yeah. muddies the waters, if you will. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I don't think there's a right answer on that one. By the way, just yeah. saying. Um, so, um, yeah, and I'll I'll just <coughs> the last thing I'll say about Naismith is. I'm always going to remember, as you guys mentioned, the perfect hat trick against Chelsea when he wasn't even in the game, wasn't even supposed to be playing, and Bessage gets hurt, and 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 he comes in a really untradi- non-traditional sub to to have a defensive mid go off and bring on somebody like Naismith, not the same, not even the same position, and he just lights it up and looks awesome. It, such a good day to be a blue, you know. It was one of those moments where I'm just like, oh. Juice, you know, yeah. yeah. So cheers that... to the silver vision. <laughs> the silver vision. Yeah. I'm waiting for that one. <laughs> All right. Um, so 
Any 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 other words for for Naismith here, guys? Oh, he's, he, I, if he comes, yeah. If, right. if he if he comes back to Merseyside, he won't be short of a few pints at the bar. I agree. Yeah. So, but 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 you too will. So don't don't be uh, don't be coming to me at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm kind of dry here, Dave. What's going on? <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, yeah, that is uh, that is our. Remember me, Naismith segment. Uh, it's a badass. Still is a badass. All right? Big fan. Love that guy. Like I said before, if I had money, I would have gotten gotten uh, his, his name on the back. Because they do that in America. Apparently in England they don't. Apparently it's kind of things that kids do. But I live in America, and I don't care here. All right? <laughs> All right. That is a. <laughs> they don't see the back of that shirt. They don't know that number three Baines is on the back of it. They don't know that. All right. Is it really? Yeah. Is that yeah. It's on the back. Yeah. yeah. I took. I take a long time picking what what number and player goes on the back. Cool. It's a careful decision. So. <laughs> So, there's nothing going on this weekend, really. Oh, wait. There's a derby on Sunday. We just, uh, we just wanted to tell you that. And then now uh, we'll wrap the video. Have a good it's weekend. Over. See you later. Yeah. yeah. Catch up Monday. Later, guys. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, no, it, yeah. The red team, the team in the red jerseys that we're playing on Sunday. Um they're sitting in fourth right now with 29 points, all right? The goal diff is 14, all right? They played a Champions League game on Wednesday with a makeshift back line uh, and won 7-0, all right? I mean, it was totally makeshift. Emery Chan was playing, one of the center, was playing center back, all right? I think Wijnaldum was playing in their back line, all right? It was insane, but they won 7-0. to It's just a, uh, one of those moments where they purely outscored the opposition. Uh, that's not going to – that that lineup is not going to happen on Sunday. They're not going to do the same thing. Um, I, I've got a, a, a prospective 11 that they will probably trot out against us, um, if I can find it. Um, they will probably be starting Menulay and Goal, Gomez on the right, Lavrin and Clavan in the middle, and uh, Moreno won't probably be in. I'm not sure who will be in. Maybe, what do you think, Milner? I think Milner's played himself into a star for them. You know, uh, Moreno's been starting a lot for him, but I think he got hurt. Yeah, so, he did. So um, M- James Milner is probably coming in. Uh, either him or, uh, or Andrew Robertson, who's a good little left back. Um Chan, Henderson, and Coutinho in the center. That's their center three. And Salah, Firmino, <laughs> and Mane up front. In their, typical, in their normal 4-3-3 lineup, formation, whatever. All right? Not a whole lot of surprises here. You know? Um, they, they usually bring the same, same, same game plan every time. Yeah. So anybody want to start us off with some initial thoughts um, <clears throat> hmm. 
we I just think every year I think every every Evertonian does it where the uh, the fear of the derby is away the the least the less confident you are and then you you get a little bit closer and then you know ten minutes before you think it's overdue we're gonna do it and then we yeah. we just don't we get turned over the game but I I feel like having Allardyce as our manager is going to work in our favour for this game because we're not going to go there and try and outplay them. Um, I think we're going to set up to frustrate them. Um, I just feel like if we can if we can keep them out and they do start getting frustrated in front of goal, then but I, I do believe we can get something out of the game because um, their defence is to is to be adapted defensively. They've turned the corner a little bit, you know. They've, they, if you have a look at the clean sheets and over the last say ten fixtures, they, 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 they've kept a lot of clean sheets, but they're still very suspect at the back. Um, I just think once again, I, I go on and on about it. It's a mentality thing with Everton. Now we all know it. Eighteen years is ridiculous when you look at the teams that they've had over the years. Um, we we should have we should have won many a time at Anfield and we just haven't. Um, so it, it's got to end and this squad's got to step up and, and do it on Sunday. What I think about when it when it when it comes to the Merseyside derby, being being an Everton or a Liverpool fan, you can't give a very reliable opinion I don't think because you always kind of you've got I, I, I don't know it's just kind of you've got it well especially as an Everton fan you've just got like a natural chip on your shoulder about it mm. so like when I've, I've been I've been speaking to people who you know aren't Everton or Liverpool fans you know like like you said David they, they really do think Allardyce being our manager is going to come into play particularly in this yeah and that you know he's going to go there setting up and he's gonna be th- he's gonna be thinking you know we can't get beat here you know and I, I, that's so, something that i am you know we, we mentioned previously bringing in a, a a sports psychologist was a massive move by sam um and i think that just goes to show how seriously he's taking it which is to his credit i mean um obviously not with not winning there in 18 years that's something that he he, he knows you know it's it's uh, all these kind of psychological factors that you know you've got to take on board. I'm glad that we've got a manager who's well aware of them. And um, as 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 you said, David, we're not we're not going to go there to outplay them. I don't think it's not, I don't think it's not it, it's not necessarily going to be hacking the shit out of them and lumping it no, up. I don't think I it's going to. Yeah. It's not going to be that basic. But it's just night. It is. I, I can't believe I've just said it. it it's not like something's feeling nice going towards the derby, but it's nice having a manager who's got the kind of by any means necessary kind of style coming yeah. into this game. Yeah, because make no make no mistakes about it. Everton just need to win there. It doesn't matter whether they won five nil or one nil. I don't yeah. think it matters at this stage. So if we went there and got battered all game and nicked a one nil and last kick of the game. Perfect. As far yeah. as I'm concerned, perfect. They done that to us last year. They've probably done it about a million times since we last done it to them. So I, I think we just need to win by any means necessary. Yeah. I remember Martinez era, an Anfield derby, 
and it was maybe the most frustrating game I've watched us play because we, we weren't conceding very many. We, we allowed one goal, and we weren't conceding very many, but we weren't creating anything either. It was flat. It was flat, and it was a little bit embarrassing. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Jags rips that thunderbolt uh, and yeah. it was my it was favorite goal of the season, and yeah. my heart leapt out of my chest, and holy hell, all right? And it made me forget all that crap that had come before, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so it it was an amazing moment. We didn't get the win. We didn't get three points, but it was almost like it felt nice to spoil their spoil their party, you know, and the fact that we got that. I mean, that was a highlight. That Was, a, yeah. a, was there a better goal that season? No, and what what I really liked about that game as well was they hadn't particularly played well either, I think, as you just said, and it was Gerard who scored a free kick, and Howard mm-hmm. was really suspect for it, I thought. Into his own net with the Yeah, ball. yeah, it was slow, and, and a competent keeper could have probably walked yep. across his line and caught it, and I remember thinking, fuck, they've won another derby, 1-0, Gerard, mm-hmm. absolute shocking game, and then Jagielka popped up with that, and... If you remember, we probably could have went and won that game later on because we had another chance where Gareth Barry kind of cut it across the front post, like the very last kick of the game, I think. But, um, yeah, that was fantastic because the year before, obviously, we'd been beat 4-0. Uh, but then the following season, we, we took 4-0. And that, that, for me, was when it was time for Martinez to go because growing yeah. up, yeah, even my time, I'd... A 4 0 derby was unheard of. I know you've had examples of it in years gone by, but in my era, it just didn't happen. And to happen twice in in three seasons was. <coughs> no, sorry, you have yeah, to go. I think, I, I think it's just worth noting that after Martinez should have should have gone after that game. He shouldn't have. He shouldn't yeah. have got the, the semi final against Man United. Shouldn't have got the chance to take us out of that. Yeah. Very right. Well, I, <laughs> that was I, a disastrous week, looking back. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I think this is where I get quite weird in that I'm normalised to kind of getting thumped by that, that. That jag goal, granted, it was a great moment. But in the grand scheme of things, I felt nothing. I just I just mm. felt like, oh, fucking hell. They did. Plucky old Everton. That's just, that's just what they're going to say. That's just plucky old Everton scoring and screaming in the last minute. You, know you mentioned you mentioned something that that got me thinking, man, and I and I'm totally cutting you off like a dick, and I'm sorry, <laughs> but I, I was worried if I didn't mention it now. What pisses me off? I was actually getting angry after I was talking about that good feeling. Yeah. I was getting angry because yeah. I was like, I'm romanticizing a draw. Fucking draw, yeah. It Screw was a, that. It was one more, <laughs> one more in a drab game, you know. You the, know, I my um, you know, the, the, my um. My Merseyside derby. I mean, probably with with the exception of the the Gosling gone, the, the Gosling one, which you know, if you mention it to me, I won't shut up about it. But um, is that the three all? To me, I, I we're still three two up in that one in my head. Yeah. Um, you know, that was one of the best games of football I've ever seen. Yeah, that that was a great game, and I did say at the time that it, that was an opportunity missed there because although it was a great game. We we should have won that game to come down, come back from two one down to three two up, and then concede. Yeah, as well the fashion that we conceded that was poor. Yep, to concede that cheaply. Yeah, and that, uh, that, and I should have been. And again, <coughs> you know, we scored a lot of goals, but that was the time when a draw just made me angry. 
you know? Because that yeah. year we were flying, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, um, I mean, the thing that I've been clinging on to for so long, but, you know, obviously I've been kind of put myself through these just in terms of being a little bit older, Max, and when you've come into Jerry, I've been putting myself through these a little bit longer than all I've been clinging on to each year is, well, you, you, eventually we're going to have to, it's going to have to end, rules of probability, and it just never does. And, and I'm kind of... I can't see it. Yeah. I, I think we just need things to go our way for once. Like, yeah. and, you know, Liverpool, you know, they give us this about, they try and play down when they can. I think that the mask has come, come off quite a lot these last few years, and you can see how fucking obsessed they are with the club. But... You know, they, they used to try and play down a little bit and be like, ah, it's your big game. It's just, it, it's <laughs> not that big to us. You know, it, it's funny because they are always up for this game. No matter how they're playing, their I players think, and fans are always up for it, yeah. whereas Everton aren't. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, that's something you've got to be aware of. You've, you've got to want it more. You know, Carragher spoke about it to Sky Sports and Grand Old Team. He said, like, He'd be like a maniac in the tunnel wanting to get out onto the pitch. Yeah, and then, his hand and yeah, that. you'd have the Everton players, you'd all right, Cara shaking his hand beforehand and all that. Mm. But I mean, how, how, how hard was that to hear? And this, this, this is where the possibility of something different happens comes in because if you think about it, we got Wayne Rooney there, you know, mm. yeah. how, how fucking rare and must he be to play in a Merseyside? Oh, that? yeah. You know and what he's, I mean? He's fucking. He's done them plenty of time. I, he scores yeah. again. You know what I mean? A few um, years ago, he done it, didn't he? For United at Anfield, it, it was a shit game. Nil nil. He popped up, scored the winner. Yeah, you know, we just you know, you know, we've got a host of new players there that you know can come in with a different mentality than usual. And I just, cause I'm, I'm glad we're hitting a bit of form now because I just, I just want to see the fucking that form peak. At Anfield, you know what I mean. I just want, I just want to see all the kind of the frustration of this season come out in this game. I want mm. us to play. You know, I'm, I'm not expecting us to be like Barcelona and you know, tiki taka our way round them. But I mean, I want to see us being first to fifty fifties. I want to see yeah. us winning the headers. Second balls, the lot. You know, one fifty. You know. When you go like toe to toe with the players, sticking with them all the way to, you know, taking them right to the byline, taking them out, and just just everything that goes goes with it. That, that, that last one, I mean, my, I don't know. I think I, I'm I'm used to to getting battered now. So the, the last derby in Anfield, it's kind of it, it's loose in my mind. I can't remember too much about it, but I remember when Coutinho scored. They, 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 obviously, you've got all your Liverpool fans going fucking crazy about it because obviously he kind of like weaved his way into the box. Yeah. But when you, you know, from what you've just said, they're sticking with your man. So there's about three or four players there that you think, you know, just fucking get, just go through them. Yeah, you know? they were like bouncing off. I think it was Mane had one where Adrissa Gay, we know how reliable he was last year. Yeah. And he's getting bounced off Mane, and you just think, this is once again, you, if you're not mentally there, you, you, you lose an extra yard and you use your little bit, lose that little bit of strength. Like, yeah. I was never G- Gerard absolutely smashing into Jag Elker. And he only went out for it to go in. But it, it, everyone was up and he was up. And then it was like Jag Elker just shriveled a little bit on the pitch. I think yeah. that's what we do all the time. Okay, um, I, don't, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to turn this into me slagging Jags off, but 
captain, being captain at this for this game. No, I mean, definitely no. not. Well, it, you know what? I, this reminds me. I wanted to ask you both a question, right? Team permitting because it might be a little bit different, and we might might need them to play. Baines, Jagielka. Um, I'm trying to think of some old guard if you just can off the top of your head. Williams. Uh, Williams, maybe. Yeah. Um, just some of these players who've been around the club a little bit longer. Would just play them on Sunday because I, I said I was talking to another Blue Raider man and was like. I just think these will never change their mentality and they're holding us back. I'd rather see someone come in raw who isn't a coward on this stage yeah. and can go in there and just put the performance in. Well, like I but said, I don't know what you two think. No, I, I, I agree to an extent. I think there's only... There's, I, I do agree, but there's to a limit to which I agree. Um, I think John Joe Kenny's definitely going to play and it'll be really interesting to see how he kind of reacts Um but the kind of, the one that you've mentioned, Baines is is an odd one because obviously we know how, how passionate he is, and you know he, he is one of us. Do you know what I mean? He, that, that you know, and kind of what the, a prime example that comes to my mind when we beat Arsenal three 0 is Arteta was moaning to the ref about Barkley. Yeah, Baines yeah. had the armband, and Baines got right in his face, wagging his finger. You know. Uh, that's just like the type of attitude that you want to see from Baines on Sunday, you know. He... Well, I I just feel like is he healthy? We uh, we don't know. I've got see, a I have... he will be. See, that's the thing. I wasn't sure if he was definitely playing. That's why, you know, I yeah. I was I I was assuming he was unhealthy and he, he was out. See, yeah. Baines <laughs> Baines for me is I actually disagree. I think he's the he's the one of the least passionate in the squad. Like I. He's a he's a top scouse lad, local lad, fantastic player. But he is one of these who've been here for ten years. How many hands has he had in these games? Like I just I don't think he does enough. You know, I can't remember Baines ever going to Anfield and being our fucking best player. I know it's hard from left back. Yeah, but, I, know, I, know yeah I, I I can't remember him ever crunching anyone or being like in someone's face. He he, he, he like not like a guy, Gary Neville. He he was a full back. He he wasn't particularly gifted, but. He was renowned on these big occasions, like your, your Manchester derbies and, and, and you know, yeah, yeah, he'd get in there and everyone's up faces, and that's just that's what I'd love from something Baines, but I don't think he's got it in him. Um, oh, I don't know. I, I mean, we, we talked about we talked about mentality, and Martinez talked about it too. Mm. You know, it's almost in bringing a culture of winning, you know, and being able to kind of get yourself out of that. Funk. Um, I mean, I I think keeping players like Jags and Baines out, I wouldn't go that far, I'd you know, I'd just because keep, of that. Keep Jags out. I keep Jags out. Oh yeah, I, I I personally I would field an unchanged team unless Baines is the only one that I would consider. That, that, that's what I, would you play Holgate? Would you? Would you? Yes, play? yes. I would play Holgate because he's quick. I am just scared that. Given is given an is inexperience, relative inexperience, that he, he just might you know because like I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out a way to phrase this. A lot a lot of our players, particularly in defence in these derbies, they become really exposed and they get yeah. exposed greatly. I'm just I'm I'm really worried that Holgate might get really exposed. So I don't. Well, know Pennington what, last year, 
Totally, yeah. exactly what you're talking about. That yeah, was the Coutinho yeah. goal, yeah. and Pennington just got skinned. So you know, and he's think, a he's a hot he's a hot prospect too. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking I'm, I don't know maybe Williams and Keane or you know because I've, I've had a bit more faith restored in me and Williams over the last few weeks after his performances. Yeah, um, hopefully he can be a bit more of a leader. You know, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I, we just need to. I think you need those big challenges and things to kind of go your way early on. And then I feel like Williams is the type of player who then rises to that occasion throughout the game. You know, the way he did so often for Wales. Um, I, I feel like you, you need. So I think he needs a big challenge. What you don't want to see. I mean, first and foremost, we don't concede early. I think if we concede early, they'll run riot. I think you've got to at least get to half time, nil nil. I, 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 because no, you've seen what they're like. They, I know, I know, we're not exactly confident going it, but I don't like that type of talk. I don't like the oh, get get a get a proper like small time mentality. Yeah, nil nil. No, I don't want to see that. I want to see his fucking bodies the ball all the time, and you know, play on the front foot if you can. Try and keep them in their area, in their well, box, in their half. Yeah. I do I mean, understand. Do you, I do get your point, but what what I think the issue is there is we've we've tried to do that over the past five years, and we've been torn apart most of the time. And I think this attacking for this their attack now is better than it's been in any of those years. And I do think if we, I I do think the Suarez the Suarez and Sturridge. I think it was a lot better. All right, but then think of that team and remember what they did to us. We, we play the high line and they just absolutely... But that's yeah. what I mean. So if we're, if we're trying to go on the front force, I think they will just pick us off. Where I would, I understand what you're saying. I don't want to go there for a draw. People have been saying, I take a draw now. I'm not saying that. I, I want to win. If we come away and draw again, I will just think that was another fucking year gone. But yeah. I just think it's vital to a game plan that you don't concede early in this game against them because when their tails are up, they just seem to find this kind of extra level where they, suddenly it's just it's so intricate to play. It, it, becomes, it becomes a training game for them, doesn't yeah. it? It's yeah, yeah, and it's just like fucking passing triangles and you know making us look silly. The so, best thing that they do is they don't seem to have any sort of greed up front. So I think I mentioned it when we were watching our game when Luckman could have put I think it was Klassen in and he had a shot and it was saved. They will happily pass three yards to the right. You know the traditional people laugh and call the FIFA FIFA goal yeah. where you, you're playing against your mate and you get two and you just pass it in so they can score. They'll do that all day, and that's how they, that's how so successful. Yeah, and they and their movement never stops. You know, they constantly yeah. know where the other person is. They constantly can anticipate where to put that ball. And uh, I mean, their front three is is really strong. I don't know when you mentioned the mentality going into it. I mean, there are pretty famous coaches that are not named Pep Guardiola <laughs> that that uh, will will go into a game thinking I'm going to start off being staunchly defensive and make sure we're just kind of parrying for a little while you know I mean I think Mourinho does it often like really often and I think he's a good coach I think he's a good yeah. manager yeah. you know um, I'm, I'm it's just, just a Scared. I'm just. I'm right. I'm just because if you're saying it, it, it part of the game plan. I just. I think it's just as again as I alluded to before. When you're an Everton fan coming into this game, you just you don't have any sense of rationale about you. So mm. I'm just. I'm just thinking, if we go there thinking right defensive game plan, 
see what happens. And as you said, you know, if we go there thinking, you know, set up defensively, if we concede while trying to abide to that game plan, that's just going to be the confidence fucking shattered, isn't it? Yeah. So, but it is as they as they call it that catch twenty two, don't they? Where there's it's kind of you know, you go one way or the other. I think to just with them coming off the back that of that seven nil, if they if they scored within ten minutes, they'll just go on as well. I think if we frustrated them for half an hour and they start thinking fucking hell, every attack we have isn't going to lead to goal. Then maybe yeah. you might start seeing a few more snapshots and you know a few more wild efforts to start getting a little bit frustrated, maybe the fans start getting a little bit edgy, and then we start having the odd counter-attack, winning the, the, the odd corner. That's where their own nerves come in then. And as, as I said, they're, they're there to be had at, at the back, aren't they? So if we can get them nervous, then I think, you know, they'll be more nervous at 0-0 than if, they, if they're winning 1-2-0, won't they? It's that, not that, was gonna be the, that was going to be the next thing out of my mouth was, we got to keep in mind, they're not strong at the back. No, they're, they're, not not. Known, they're not known for their staunch D. You know, so if we can kind of make sure we can, you know, frustrate them the way David's saying and actually get any kind of attacks, yeah. you know, mm. I, I I think they may make some defensive mistakes. Would would, would right, just like a question for the both of you? Would, obviously, from that from the West Ham on the Huddersfield game, would you go and change from that? I'm I don't want to. Would, no. Would you Would you play Would you play the likes of Lennon? Yes. So Lennon's played really well, hasn't he? So I guess he's. Yeah, he's, he's got a start. Yeah, not, not, that's not me in any way saying he's kind of like a Yeah, liar. yeah. I, I've been one of the first people to point out like the impact that he's made to the side. It's just... You you want players there that you know are going to turn up. In that sense, you don't want players that have a chance of just shying away. Yeah, you know? well, he's, a, he's another one of these that featured in, in these heavy defeats over the last few years. You know, he was in that four nil. He hadn't been in the team that much. He come in, and he got he was past the team. I got battered. So I don't know. Do you, but then this is what I was saying about my logic before: is it flawed? Do you then cut him out because of that? Like you cut out Baines and stuff. I don't think it is that severe. But oh, I don't know. It's <laughs> yeah. So so we should talk about our teams. By the way, we haven't actually said. And mine is really easy and fast. All right. He may not even. If I made graphics for this, it may not even have time to put it up there, okay? Because I'm going to say, if Baines is not healthy, same team. Same team as the past two games. If Baines is healthy, though, I could see him starting. All right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Pretty much the same. Then again, you've got got to think. After after tonight, does that warrant Vlasic or or Luckman, you know? Hmm. I think... I think may, maybe not start, but definitely to feature. Yeah, I mean, how great would it be nil nil? I, I mean, I hope Sam would be brave enough to make this substitution. But how great would it be twenty minutes to go nil nil and bring a Luckman on in the form he was in tonight? Yeah, he caused havoc. But he would. He dance around their defense. Yeah, he would. Yeah. Uh, I would also remember that he was playing against a squad that wasn't particularly quick today, and L- Liverpool does have more quickness in their side. I don't know if he would look as dominant. Yeah, but he's know? still very skillful. At that oh, level, very. All, all, yeah, all you need to do is maybe just get yourself a yard enough to pull a good ball in and then mm. you know rely on someone to kind of get something on it. Um, but I was just talking about, even as we said before, just creating a bit of 
unnerved at the back, you know, just uh, putting them on the back foot and he could do that. It doesn't need to always come to something, but just letting them know that they're in a game. Yeah, I think it's a um, really, really big game for Carl Loon as yeah. well. Oh, yeah. If he is attracted to play up front, um, he really needs to put his weight about. And he, he needs yeah. to the, I mean, like he, like he has been, he need, he, but he just needs to make sure he's going to be first to the headers, etc. Yeah. Mm. I think we could see Omar come in second half this game. We haven't seen him for a while. No. I yeah. think he might get in. You yeah. know, a little energy up front, try to press their, their D, pressure them into mistakes. I, mean, I could see it. Because that, that, that's one of them. We've can't, Obviously, with them getting suspended and we've hit form during the suspension. So that's kind of another selection dilemma. in Because we, we know what bringing Omar in does. It puts pressure on the back line. And a lot of it. So, and that's what you, obviously it's what you want. Yeah. You know, are you going to change the winning formula that we've got at the minute or? That's, see, that's why I think he would be a sub. You yeah. Know what I, mean? I think it's dependent on what's going on in the game. If we're winning, we'll not put Omar in. We put in, he, he strategically puts different pieces in if that's the case. Yeah. So that's why he, you haven't seen him in the past couple of games. We haven't needed him. Yeah. You know? But I think if it's tied up second half or for some reason we're behind, uh, I think he'll go in. Yeah. So, yeah. Just, so, just by the way, my, my team is yeah, the same as you. No, I was just going to say it's not nothing. Really, I, I'd, I'd stick with what we've what we've had over the last few days just because, because we're playing well. But I think there's a few lads, Vlasic and Luckman in particular, who've staked the claim for making an appearance at some point on Sunday. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so, um, final score. We got to finish. We got to wrap up this video, guys. Final score. We're not putting any pressure on this. There's definitely not a a, a winning streak at stake. Um, don't don't overthink it, mate. Just go with for, your go for with Mystic you, Max. As Edward <laughs> says, go with your heart. Yeah, go with go with your heart. Don't worry about your head. Yeah. you know what I mean. Just go with your, your go with your heart. Go with your gut. You know. Uh, I mean, I'll just go ahead and do mine because no one's going to hold me to this. Uh, Cody Arnaud, by the way, predicted 2-1 that we would win and Rooney would get two. All right? So um, I am going to actually say 1-0. I'm being bold. And we're going to win. And Omar is going to come in and get the winner. I am. I'm bold, guys. (laughs) I am also going 1-0 to Everton. Um, I'm going Wayne Rooney to score in the 78th minute. You should be more specific. How many seconds? <laughs> I know, yeah. Uh, I was going to say. <laughs> because I was kind of, I can't. I can't see it. I'm sorry. No. I'm just, sorry. Just, do, just do whatever you want. Yeah, it's it's fine, man. 2-0 Liverpool. 2 nil What was it? 2-0 Liverpool. Okay. I hope you're wrong this time. Well, that's a <laughs> damn downer. <laughs> I just feel, I don't know, I just feel a lot more comfort. Just, you know, I just, I'd like, I'd love to be proved wrong. I just, I feel a lot more comfort just going with what I'm used to. So, you know, I'm I'm used to seeing the performances where we just cave in, you know, and I just, I can't see us finding any other gear. Just more of them, and expect the worst and hope for the best. I, yes. If it was going to go for an Everton win, it would be a one-niller. Mm. 
Yeah, uh, you know what though? I, I, that was on my tongue, you know, obviously, obviously like, you can't, you always do kind of lean towards your own team winning if you're given a prediction. And yeah. I'm just mm. going to say Everton 1-0. But, you know, I'm just... Nah, go with I'm your feel, gut, man. Really. I feel like the 1-0 sucking you in here. It's true. That's like, yeah. <laughs> Dude, don't feel pressured, man. pulling you in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, just... Well, so, for if, the... we have, if we do win, it's going to be a 1-0. Okay. If we do win, it's going to be 1-0. I'll say that. All right. So... Just, I've got a couple of red mates and they think it's going to be nil-nil. Hmm. Wow. All right. With the attack? Yeah, I think the, I, I think the impression I'm getting is that they are the way, and I mean, I'm touching wood here because we could get our eye white, but they are the way that that team that they beat on, on Wednesday weren't particularly great. Like, yeah. it, it's, still, it's still impressive beating anyone 7-0, especially in the Champions League, but let's be honest... I don't think they were the best side and there was a clear golfing class there. But I think they're a bit more aware that it should be anyway, staying a test against us. Um, and teams teams don't just go on scoring forever. It does it does run run out eventually. And hopefully they, they wasted all the goals for this week on Wednesday and they got none left. Hopefully. And, and I will point out, there have been other teams that have slowed slowed them down. Yeah, but, and teams that are below us, you know yeah. what I mean? That well, they won 7-0, didn't they, against Maribor? And then they got mm. beat three days later, 4-1 by Tottenham, so, you know. Yeah. Any any hope will do. Yeah. Not Tottenham. So, yeah, but... Okay. Whatever, and we're going to cave into the Everton mentality. No, but that is the mentality. I, I Let's just let's be positive, and then if, if it doesn't work out... We can cry it in on Monday. Yeah, yeah. That's why that's we. Just, that's why yeah. we're, we're forced so, to come in and do a well, reaction. The facts are, Max. Right, it, it is not going to last forever. We. This is. I think this has got to be our longest run in history. You're the, on to that, aren't you? You probably think it's just going to come to an end. Yeah, it, it will. It will, mate. Trust me, it will. And I think <laughs> it's going to happen on Sunday. You know, it's the it, fourteen years was the longest uh, back in the seventies, eighties when they were unbelievable. You know. They're not unbelievable anymore. They well, they're playing well, but they're not, and it will come to an end. I promise you, gents, and I, I'm hoping it's going to be Sunday. And then we'll do them in the FA Cup as well. We... Like, I, I I sort of feel like we're we're in the locker room right now, and we're about to run out for halftime. Dave just yeah. gave us the big big pep talk. <laughs> you know what, right? I wish he could. I, yeah, yeah. Drunk off. I wish. <laughs> I wish I could be in there. You know, I'd love to speak to the whole squad before kickoff. I'd, I'd just to just to echo what every Evertonian's thinking. Just let them know what what it means, and you know what. what <laughs> How much it does mean to the club and what how, how they can go out there and beat it? They just believe, believe. But fuck, I'm, I'm running yeah. out of I'm running out of gas here, mate. Yeah, I'd I'd go into the locker room and be like, hey guys, so uh, you know, uh, a few about a, two months ago, I didn't know how to pronounce David Moyes. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm super qualified to to get you pumped up for the for the big match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I need. I think I need to lie down after talking about this for the yeah. last. 20 no, it's oh, no, it's exhausting. It is yeah. exhausting. And the thing is, though, uh, there have been times where I could have given you guys the universal signal to stop because this is a long video. All right, but to be honest with you, I hear, I hear the passion and the pain. Mm. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. comes from a, a, a being on the wrong side of a rivalry mm. for a while. 
And yeah. it, it, it's like that, you know? And, and I've been there with, with other teams and other sports. Yeah. It's, it sucks, you know? But I, I don't think it's, it's as bad as what you guys have dealt with. It, it's, it, it's one you can pick, you can, you can see the win. It's, it's, it's one of them, I think. You can see the win. You can see, you can see Wayne Rooney scoring in the 78th minute in front of yeah. the top. You know what I mean? You can see it and yeah. just, yeah. you know, you've done it about a hundred times on FIFA. You just, you know, <laughs> you want to see it happen in real life. The greatest thing is, I think once we get that win, that'll be it. And every derby game will just go back to what they were for so long before, which is, we don't have a fucking clue who's going to win. Let's just turn yeah. up and hope for the best yeah. and enjoy the day. But these last few years, it hasn't been that. And I just think once we get this first win at Anfield, that'll be it now. Monkey off the back. And we'll probably go and win five on the trot here. Because yep. that's just how football works. But just just closing on a narrative. You know, the, the shit season for us. They're playing unbelievable. Looks like when we get hammered, we bring in a manager nobody particularly wanted. He comes in, wins his first two games, goes to Anfield... When, when, gets his, our first win there in 18 years. That's fo- that's what football writes. Yeah, I'm telling you now, that's how football works. Look, that is a football narrative there and then. That's how it works. This is what's going to happen. I, I, I got to be honest, I can't wait. If we get the win on Sunday, we come back on Monday hmm. and Max... Max, yeah. Max, Max especially has to say... Something nice about Big Sam, and yeah. <laughs> and especially because he'll be like gritting his teeth, and be like, "Well, we won, damn it!" <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, well, we've we've talked about this almost for forty minutes, so I need to wrap this up. Uh, so, uh, anything else? Any last last words? Go on the blues. Yeah. It all ends Sunday. Let's go. All right. Let's get a win. Uh, so, spiel time. If you're digging the videos, please subscribe, like, comment, <laughs> all, all that hot stuff. Uh, I'm intrigued about about Darby comments, especially with what's been going on. All right? I actually felt like these guys had earned the right to talk way more than I did in this video. You noticed I was quiet is because they earned it, damn it. Mm. All right, so if you've if We're you've all been, in this together, mate. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm still, you know, I, I don't have to hear about this shit at work all the time. Yeah, you know that, what I mean? That, that, that is a gift. <laughs> I know three guys in town who are friends that I have to take shit off of via text or fake Facebook, yeah. and that's it, all right? Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, just saying. So um, if you've been listening via podcast, you're a wonderful human. Thank you. Subscribe to the podcast. Uh, yeah, and rate it if your format allows you to. All right. Check out David's writing. Uh, there is no footwear on his head at this point. Uh, no. You can see it on the... Uh, it's too serious, this one. <laughs> Game faces here. You can find it on the Sportsman and you can find it on the Toffee Blues website. Speaking of that website, you can also find Max's stuff there. All right. Um, check out the Toffee Blues website. All right. Find them on Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, just a cool it's a cool existence for blues, the fact that it's there, all right? Uh, no more spiel. I got nothing else. I, 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 Yeah, we need something on Sunday, guys. Good luck. Good luck for all of us, all right? Yeah, I don't even know how to wrap this up. Yeah. Come Anybody on, blues. Hey. 
Oh, yeah, a cough. Epic finish with a cough there. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Jerry play this out on the dressing room, gents. Yeah, I haven't figured out how to say "come on, you blues" and not sound like a douche. So uh, I'm working that out. Yeah. You guys sound natural. Well, you can play. <laughs> All right, let's kick some ass. All right. Yeah. Bye.